Welcome to Leveraging the Laboratory, a Mayo Clinic Laboratories podcast for administrators, outreach managers, and laboratory professionals to learn how best to leverage and optimize the laboratory for patients, clients, and staff. I'm your host, Jane Hermanson, Outreach Manager at Mayo Clinic Laboratories. And joining me today are Ellen Dykmandulkas and Brianne Newton, Mayo Clinic Laboratories Outreach Solutions Strategists. The focus of today's discussion is getting your laboratory out of the basement. With National Medical Laboratory Professionals Week coming up at the end of April, now is a great time to prepare. Historically, the medical laboratory was located in the basement. In my first job, we were right by imaging, surgery, and the emergency department. This was effective and strategic placement so that we could serve our most urgent need patients. Today, good news, many laboratories are moving up in the world, gaining a vantage point that is above ground. However, that basement mentality may still prevail. And as we realize the importance of expanding our laboratories through our general support of a healthcare system, and also through our outreach programs, there are some steps that we should take to increase the profile and the image of our own laboratories. And there's no better time to do it than our industry's week of celebration, National Medical Laboratory Professionals Week, also known as Lab Week, it's our time to shine. So today we're going to talk with our Mayo Clinic Laboratories Outreach team and share their thoughts on promoting the laboratory both internally and externally. So let's start with internal promotion. Ellen Dykmandulkas, why don't you start? What kind of suggestions do you have for us? Well, I think it's really good to celebrate the laboratory and laboratory week, and it's more than just pizza, Jane. And so I would recommend uh, showcasing the laboratory internally to your existing stakeholders. And one of the ways I think is having an outreach meeting, kick off an outreach meeting where you invite your stakeholders into the laboratory to be part of the solution to grow your outreach business. What am I talking about? Well, an outreach customer relationship with a hospital laboratory touches on many key areas, billing, finance, marketing, supply chain, courier, security, medical staff, uh, your own lab operations team. And have you ever thought about bringing that group together to, as needed, of course, you don't want everybody showing up at every meeting, but to really set up a, a regular meeting schedule to talk about key issues related to outreach accounts payable and accounts receivable. You don't want to have a bad client that isn't paying their bill. Well, maybe you want to know about it up front before they give a 90-day notice to you. Pricing, finance can be part of those discussions with your laboratory outreach program. Marketing, do you market your hours of operation and your locations to hospital clients? Are there rack cards or, or notification on the kiosks that are sitting in your waiting room on those TVs that scroll important system information, perhaps they can showcase your lab and the hours of operation so that patients don't need to drive an excessive distance where they could access a, a location that's close in their neighborhood. Supply chain, we all knew about the supply chain issues related to COVID supplies as well as blue top tubes. And if there's an issue with supply chain, if you invite them to share with the operations team, and as a system, uh, you can share with your outreach clients anything that's coming down the pike related to supply. 
security are are your couriers able to get into your building or are there issues with key badge access pulling the group together and kicking it off over lab week might be a good way to start the other thing uh, to showcase the laboratory is senior level rounding you may have your managers and directors round within each section but people are so proud of their laboratory but the c-suite makes big decisions on the laboratory and maybe many of them have never been to your laboratory so perhaps the cfo or the CEO or the president, they take turns coming to the lab to really showcase what they've spent the money on so that you can do the work you are doing. They spent a million or over a million dollars on a piece of equipment, invite them to see how they're able to reduce staff and increase throughput through those instruments. I think that's really good. Another thing is quality council. You may have lab rounding in your own internal laboratory, but maybe you're part of the hospital laboratory and maybe it has an outreach impact. Quality Council is another way that you can participate in to share some of the things your clients are feeling, either in the hospital lab or externally as part of the big overall hospital outreach. Ellen, thank you. That was fantastic. Brianne, you have a different kind of experience with bringing leadership messaging to the laboratory team in your own recognition program. Can you tell us more about your experience and how you handle this? Sure, absolutely. Um, and we all know that some of our staff still have that basement mentality that you mentioned. And how do you get their chins back up and looking back up toward higher levels? And sometimes it's through recognition. And I think what's most important for laboratory leaders at whatever level is for those people working with and underneath you is to understand what they consider their type of recognition that they would like to see. So that's a little bit of a conversation you need to have with your staff. Is it public recognition? Is it a handwritten note? Is it some sort of uh, token? What speaks to them in a way that lets them know they're appreciated? So I think that's a huge conversation to have ahead of any sort of planning that you need, <laughs> that you need to do. For my experience, I kind of took that collective information and laid it out for lab week several different ways, several different years. And uh, the ones that spring to mind the most were during COVID, of course, and then a little bit after. And so during COVID, during lab week, I had gained permission from my leadership to create kind of a, we called it the relaxation room. And it was actually just this spare I hate to use the word closet because the labs don't have extra space, but we had a little nook in the lab. And so often we were finding during the stress of COVID and testing and collections and everything is that sometimes our people just needed a little space to break away, to unplug, to sit, make a private phone call, just look at their phones, whatever that was. And so the creation of that relaxation room kind of answered those needs. So it's kind of, okay, what, what was in there? So we had some little bit more comfortable furniture. We had some dimmer lights. We had just some books that I had brought from home. Hey, I just want to, you know, sit and read for a minute. We provided chargers for our staff in case they needed to sit and just, you know, charge their phone a minute. And even just some little bit of decor, very inexpensive, but just a, a space that looked a little different. And so that was kind of our, uh, and when I say our, it was myself and our other lab leadership, but it was our way to meet some needs that were coming up as those that we kind of needed to address because of what was going on. A recognition program that Jane mentioned was the following year, and that was my reaching out to leadership of other departments in our health system, to our administration, and what had begun as some good 
collegial relationships really became fortified during COVID. And those relationships with these other departments became much stronger. So I had no hesitation at all in reaching out and just saying, hey, lab week is coming up. Do you have a quick note that you would mind sending to me about how the lab helps treat your patients on your floor or in your unit or some experience that you've had with the laboratory that's been positive that I can share with my staff. And the floodgates opened and here comes all of these messages of positivity and appreciation. And I aimed too low and I hate to admit that, but I was hoping to have a bulletin board worth that I could post. And you know, that filled a whole wall in our break room. And we left those up for long after lab week was over because it's nice to see all the different levels of staff in your organization sharing appreciation. And it was from lower level in departments all the way up to our chief leadership. And so it meant a lot to you know our people and, and to see that appreciation. Uh, one other thing that I would just mention real quick is oftentimes when people do feel appreciated is that then they become external advocates for their own profession, for their own role in healthcare, being a lab leader. And so sometimes it's addressing Hey, we appreciate you. We see you. Let's feed you sometimes like the relaxation room, like the messages of being positive, but sometimes just those small tokens can help people feel appreciated enough that now they can go externally and start advocating for the lab profession as well. And so I leveraged our vendors quite often to be perfectly honest. And so this would be the perfect time right now that I would start sending emails and say, Hey, if you can, would you mind providing a breakfast? Would you mind providing a lunch? And so oftentimes they answered the call and I appreciated them so much that if we can arrange for our staff to have an entire week of meals taken care of into second and third shift, don't forget them, right? That it just means so much. And so it was just our way of saying leadership sees you, we recognize you, we appreciate you, and we're so glad you're here. Now, you know, go out <laughs> into the hedges and the byways and go recruit some more lab techs, turn some young people into lab techs of the future. Fantastic. I, I really like the idea of thank you notes and I really like showing appreciation, but remember clients, our outreach clients have a choice on where they send their lab services. So I would send thank you notes. Our outreach team, when I had a former role at a different organization, we couldn't take vendor lunches or vendor sponsorship for any of that. So I think having senior leaders maybe tour the lab might fill that mark, but your clients, you know, send them letters or invite them to do a tour of follow the specimen with the courier. And if they can know the downstream impact of what they do and start to build that relationship with the client, that may help. I know that in our organization where I used to work, uh, I've seen with other clients is they are inviting guidance counselors into the laboratory and really starting to just a grassroots effort to grow their program. And out of the box thinking during lab week is definitely a way to do that. Then you can keep that ball rolling throughout the year. But I think uh, lab week can kick off a whole lot of initiatives, both internally and externally, to inform the people within your department of what you do so you're not in the basement. Similarly, it's really to encourage clients to realize the role you play in their care to deliver care to their patients. So we've hit internal with staff, we've hit internal with leadership, we've hit internal with the providers and that contribution. Talked a little bit about external and I think that you can't 
do one without the other. If you don't have a strong internal promotion, you can't have a good story to tell externally. And I think the one thing that I've seen others do is actually even taking to the media to say, did you know, just on the local radio station, did you know it's National Medical Laboratory Professionals Week? Let's tell you about number one, the profession, number two, the laboratory itself and what we do and number three our own laboratory and how we can serve that serve you in the community so i've seen some really really cool things happening and we use the national medical lab professionals week as the springboard and the timing for that but i would say to me every day is lab week because i love <laughs> what i do it's a fantastic profession to be a part of so i know that Amazingly, we are at the end of our time. So, Brianne, Ellen, any last words of inspiration before we wrap it up today? I would just say, you know, my motto, even when I talk to others, is work hard. And our staff are clearly working very hard. But the second part of that statement is play harder. And I think Lab Week is a way to really work hard and play harder. Yeah, just a parting uh, comment for me as well is. COVID really spotlighted the laboratory and our contribution to patient care, even though oftentimes it's on the quieter side and that we deserve to be in that spotlight. And so continuing to use opportunities like Lab Week is let's stay in, at the forefront of people's minds and in their attention because we do contribute a lot to the healthcare patients. Fantastic. And for me, Ellen's motto was work hard, play harder. I just love Mayo Clinic's motto, which is the needs of the patient come first, because that's the reason we do what we do. Thank you both of you for sharing your thoughts on how to figuratively get the lab out of the basement. We all know that what we do matters. And I hope that our audience today has gained some new tips to increase awareness of laboratory value, both internally and externally. Thank you so much, Brianne and Ellen. Thank you for listening to Leveraging the Laboratory, a podcast from Mayo Clinic Laboratories. If you've enjoyed Leveraging the Laboratory podcast, please subscribe. And until next time, we encourage you to continue to promote your community-based hospital laboratory. The needs of the patient come first. Mm -hmm.